You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast, in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 431, recorded April 2022, posted January 2024. Disco Centipedes. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. It's me, Tony Sindelar, he, him, Dungeon Master, running some Dungeons and Dragons. It's kind of what we do slash uh, fate I cannot escape. Uh, I have signed a deal with a horrible monster, and that horrible monster is here today. But wait, let's introduce some other people. <laughs> Not first, let's introduce the horrible monster first, now that I've reviewed the initiative order. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Morin, why did I sign that contract? <laughs> Uh, you did not read the fine print, Tony. Correct. I I advised you as your lawyer not to read the fine print, <laughs> and then I made you sign a contract. Well, Highly unethical, I must say. <laughs> wow. So, uh, Hi, Dan Morin, would you like to explain who your character is? I'm introducing characters or players in initiative order. Uh, I am playing Cuerus, the bard, known up and down the Sword Coast, with his mm. new pals here. Uh, and uh, he is a he him. I am a he him, and he's first in initiative order. So good for him. Yeah, I I prefer to think of you as known in the Greater White Sparrow Tri County area. Tony, uh, I just want to point out that the uh, I for, forgotten because I had not played this character in a while. That his background <laughs> is Volcara. pirate. Oh, pirate! <laughs> a feature of which is bad reputation. No matter where you go, people are afraid. Of you. <laughs> that is not a good background for a bard. It's the daisies. <laughs> He's, he 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 went back to school and okay. he's trying to better himself, but his old reputation sticks with him also, sometimes. So interesting background to have chosen for the White Sparrow Adventures, a extremely landlocked set of adventures. <laughs> <laughs> decisions were made. Mm, decisions were made. <laughs> Next up in initiative order, order, but first in our hearts, it's Kathy Campbell. Hi, Kathy. Oh yay! I'm Kathy Campbell. She, her, um, and I am playing Hermione, <laughs> a centaur fighter um, who is holding up the rear and ready to whip things into shape. Excellent. Whoa. Mm. I wish Steve Watts were here. <laughs> <laughs> we all have the little you. Steve Watts in our head. Yep. 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 I think if you take the right uh, medication, that goes away. Uh, also, <laughs> so you us... rename little Lil Anthony, little Steve. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> Also joining us, you can tell that this is not the first session of the day. Uh, it is Jason Snell. <laughs> Hello, I am playing Nis, who is uh, she is a a, a female uh, lizard folk sorcerer, level four. She uh, likes to spread the good word about her sorcery school that she's trying to sell people on, and uh, yeah, she's very charismatic, which she needs to be because again, lizard folk. Uh, next up, Micah Sargent. Yes, Micah Sargent, he, him, and I am playing Ashguri Lone Walker Mako Tatahani, uh, known as Lone Walker. He is a Goliath Paladin. As I said, he, him, he is a yes. Goliath Paladin. Uh, also here, I guess, uh, I, Tiff, you control multiple characters, so I'm just going with the first one in the initiative order. It's Tiff Armand. <laughs> Uh, hi, this is, uh, wait, you, you threw me off because little Antony's going before me, so. But you are little Antony. Do the intro as little Antony, come on. Is little Antony vocal? I don't know if little Antony speaks common. Also joining us, Team Giant Centipede, that's right, our adventures are being attacked on a mountain pass by centipedes, and at the bottom of the initiative order, it's Tiff Arment. 
Uh, I am the shortest. Uh, I'm down here playing Poly Quartz, the rock gnome druid, who uh, has pocketed himself uh, 500 Gs that no one knows about. <laughs> keep it on the keep it on the low. Shh. Yep. Uh, all Shut right. So uh, as I mentioned, uh, it seems like about a dozen giant scorpions are uh, attacking you. Centipedes. I want to be centipedes. Sorry, sorry. Centipedes. centipedes. Giant centipedes are attacking you. I want to be clear uh, because the name I think is uh, a little bit more frightening when they are. They are giant by centipede standards. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. They are Good. not giant by giant standards. Oh, okay. They are still a small beast. Uh, they're just oh, much okay. bigger than you would want a centipede to be, but they're yeah. not. I mean, I think I, I imagine they are smaller than a cat. They're just much bigger than you want a centipede to be. So they're um, about the size of a little Antony. Yeah. It does not specify what it says. They are a small beast, um, which, you know, I don't want my insects to come in beast size of any sizes. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And there are about a dozen of them. I have arranged them in packs. Do centipedes travel in packs? Um, I've sure. arranged them in clusters of four uh, kind of converging on you uh, from three directions. Um, I will just tell you, you know, obviously these things look much bigger than you ever want centipedes to be, but each individual centipede does not look particularly threatening by itself, but the number of them uh, is is uh, worrisome. So almost all of you get to go before the centipedes go, and then Polly will go. Uh, Qwaris, the bard, you are first. Woohoo! Uh, I think I'm going to start out by... Let's see here. So are these centipedes like crawling over this rock to my... Right here? Yeah. Is that what's happening? And they're probably... Okay. Let me adjust them. They're in your vicinity. They're not in melee range. Okay. Great. I will produce my bagpipes, <clears throat> clear my throat, and play a little song. Dude, now's not the time. They're centipedes. <laughs> it's always time for a song. You are making uh, us look bad in front of the centipedes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will cast uh, Fairy Fire. Mm. Uh, each object in a 20-foot cube, which is basically, I think, just going to be this entire pack mm-hmm. to my right here, sure. uh, is outlined in my choice of blue, green, or violet light. I'm choosing disco light circling through all three of them. All right. <laughs> uh, if it fails a dexterity throw, which it must make now. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to roll four dexterity saves for them. Does this do damage to them or just make them easy to hit? It makes them easy to hit. I have rolled four d20. Uh, each uh, centipede has plus two to their initiative, so I rolled Ooh. 18, 8, 12, 19. All right. Well, two of them are outlined in All Disco right. Light. I'm going to make uh, them bright colors on the map for you. I hope you enjoy this. They uh, they shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. Any attack roll against them has advantage if the attacker can see it and the affected creature object can't benefit from being invisible. So basically, you got advantage to hit those two uh, disco shining centipedes. I'll put a little symbol on them too that represents disco. <laughs> ah, the disco it's not symbol. Not dead people. Disco it's coming back. There's a limited icon <laughs> set in Roll Twenty. Roll Twenty developers, please add a disco icon. We need <laughs> a disco icon. There's there's honestly about seven more states that I would add before disco, but you know, um, I'm, I'm disco not a is clearly most important. Yeah. Yes, Kuaris. Uh, anything else? I no, I think I'm okay for the moment. All right, Hermione, Nis, get ready. I have a question about the terrain. Mm, it's rocky. The the thank thank you. 
Thank you. Um, would I be able to uh, charge up the hill or am I, um, I mean, clearly Hermione is extremely talented in all of the fancy acrobatic type things, um, but I'm unsure about like, Absolutely. how vertical. Uh, you know, it's a, a, it's a rocky slope uh, counted as difficult terrain for anything that's not path. So it takes, you know, an extra square of movement, basically. So Okay. Um, does that square of movement take, basically, will I be able to, let's see. Your speed is effectively halved. Oops. Yeah. Okay. So it would take you like 10, 20, 30 to get to those guys if you wanted. Okay, cool. Um, so I would like to, uh, charge the first one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and we're going to uh go with my short sword first. Mm-hmm. Uh 17. 17 will hit a centipede. Fantastic. So Even a giant one. Love it. Uh 6 no 3 plus 4 7 points of damage. You basically chop that centipede into pieces. Fantastic. So since I charged mm-hmm. um I would also like to use my hooves as an immediate bonus action mm-hmm. um, for the next one. Do you have any Ooh. movement left to get to the next one, I guess? Uh, I have 40 feet. Okay, yeah. So you just keep going. There's, okay. You chop a centipede just in half chop. and then trample the next one, basically? Pretty much, or yeah. Att- attempt to well, trample. Well, attempt to, because I got uh, 12 uh, 12, uh, the centipede kind of scurries out of the way on its innumerable feet. There's probably a hundred, uh, innumerable feet. <laughs> okay. Uh, question about, um, the bonus action magic thing, because I have the two handed fighting. Am I also able to do whip since the bonus action was attached to the charge? I think you can do as many bonuses. Their bonuses are bonus. No, Dan says no. no. One bonus. One bonus action one bonus. per turn. One bonus. Okay. One action, okay. one bonus action if possible, and one move. Okay. okay. So, I am done. All Who right. side are you on, Dan? Mm. Side The of laws, justice. Micah. You're a paladin. <laughs> you should know this. Micah, I'm not a paladin. Micah's not a paladin. <laughs> Micah is a... I, uh, Micah's paladin. Micah is a chaotic uh, awesome I am. Uh, I really wizard. am paladin. <laughs> Oh, oh boy! Oh, uh, yes. Um, I believe Tony. Correct me if I'm wrong here. The technical phrase is zip zop. It is for magic missile. Uh, so uh, first magic missile is striking. I'm um, first. I'm going to strike the two non disco because they didn't get with the yeah. program. And centipedes. the fun thing about magic missile is you don't roll. It just. I mean, it's kind of not fun because you don't get to roll dice. Which is 80% of Dungeons and Dragons. You get to roll damage. But the the satisfying part is you literally can't miss with with magic missile listeners. So it just happens. Centipedes get hit by magic missiles. So so first centipede takes two damage. That centipede is badly hurt. Second centipede takes five damage. That centipede is dead. And then I'm going to strike one of the centipedes to the north. Mm -hmm. And that centipede will take four damage. That centipede is dead. Yeah. You may that's Nissa's, that's have a Nissa's sense term. of how many hit points centipedes have. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Lone Walker, your colleagues have dished out a variety of magic, uh, dealing uh, blows to all 
three of the centipede groups attacking you. Really spreading it around, people. Um, it is your turn. <laughs> yes. Um, Lone Walker is going to take aim at the... Uh, I, I looked it up. There's no individual collective noun for centipedes. It's mm. just uh, swarm is the typical. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to uh, target the swarm above Lone Walker with a uh, light hammer. So the you take the left value, which is 25. So I did roll a critical. Woohoo! Um, 25 to hit. And the damage for that... Is the right value the damage? Is no. That is the damage. Seven is the damage. All right. Seven bludgeoning. You smash a centipede into paste with your hammer. Is that <laughs> your light hammer? Yeah. I th basically, it's a ranged weapon, so I throw it at the um, centipede. Do you have to then go get it, or does it come back? I will. I will have to go get it afterward. But All right. I planned on doing that. Just afterward. don't. Uh, limited utility for say attacking dolphins. Uh, don't attack dolphins, <laughs> people. Do not throw hammers at dolphins. I don't know where you got that idea. Stop it. Um, and because I have um, proficiency in, or however that works, I know I've got um, two mm -hmm. weapon dealy, Bob. Um, and I could do that with any simple weapon, one of those of which is the light hammer. You throw another light hammer? Yeah, I'm going to throw another light hammer. How many, how many light hammers are you walking around with there? I have two, so I threw one, and then this is the other one. All right. Um, Lefty and, and right. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. that's what they're called, actually. Uh, <laughs> so I rolled 21 to hit, and now I will do the damage for that, which is just 1d4, because you don't get to add the proficiency. All right, three damage. All right, a glancing blow, badly wounds. Which centipede were you attacking? Um, we'll do the one that's behind the one I just killed. All right, that one's badly hurt. And right. that is all I can do. Little Antney. All right, Little Antney can actually turn into a centipede. What? Yep, it's actually <laughs> one of his beast forms. Now uh, there's more centipedes. <laughs> yeah, that's, you're not helping. That's the opposite of what we want. So Little Antney turns into a centipede, and he goes over to this group of centipedes, and... Um, tries to uh, lead them away with like a sexy centipede dance. Uh, <laughs> roll. What would this centipede dance Roll like? sexy centipede dance. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. What would I roll for that? Uh, persuasion? Right, I put little... Performance? Yeah, or performance. 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 All right, let's see. Uh, does he have any performance proficiencies? Uh, an eight. Uh, the centipede has, uh... seem unimpressed. Oh. <laughs> also, okay. I, I have swapped his token out for a green centipede token. So, <laughs> so don't hit the little ant centipede. Antipede? Oh yeah, my God, but when centipede and antipede come together, <laughs> little, they destroy little each other. Ant so. Little antipede. <laughs> yep. This is this is how he's against feet. This is how uh, morphing uh, characters works in Total Party yep. Kill. I believe Micah established, and so I just have to execute on that forever. It is true. <laughs> All right. So uh, that didn't work. That did not work. <laughs> okay. So they just kind of like glanced at him and yeah. was just like, eh. We're working here. <laughs> not <laughs> sexy enough. <laughs> the Team Giant Centipede is next. Uh, I'm going to say that these three over here are going to uh, squeeze forward and basically try to just like launch themselves at Hermione's uh, uh, legs. Uh, I'm going to roll three bite attacks. Each of these is plus four to hit. I've rolled 13, 9, and 16. Does matter. Still doesn't hit. 
None of them hit. All right. Nope. Uh, da, 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 da. Nothing happens then. All right. On the other side of the battlefield, these centipedes uh, kind of crawl down their rock and converge on Lone Walker. Two more centipede bites coming your way. They are biting these, just to be clear, though they have many arms. They are not using any melee weapons. Uh, I have rolled a 12 and a 19 versus Lone Walker. Um, a 12 and a 19? Yeah. That's kind of rude, because um, the 19 hits. You will take four piercing damage. A centipede finds like a gap in your armor around where your shin is, and it gets its horrible little pincers in there. Uh, and you need to make a constitution saving throw against poison. Uh, constitution saving throw, yes, you said? 11 or higher. Uh, 10. No. It burns. Your entire leg burns with agony. The centipede's bite was just like a little prick, but the uh, uh, 10 poison damage courses through your Ow. veins. So I remind you that you had 10 hit points, so don't forget to subtract those first. Oh, yes. Um, how many was it? Seven. 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 Excellent. Okay. Um, so what was the first bit of damage? Because that's the part that I did not remember. Uh, it was the, four ten. followed by ten. Okay, so four damage and then ten mm-hmm. damage. Okay. And am I poisoned or was it just uh, poison? You have just taken poison damage. Okay. Um, yes. Interesting things happen to you if you are knocked unconscious while this is in your blood. Just fun, fun medical facts that I have. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, over on the other side of the battlefield, three more centipedes scurry down the rocks in the directions of Qwerus and Nis. Uh, two disco centipedes are going to attack <laughs> Qwerus. Uh, ooh, twenty-two ooh. and twenty-three. Those are both bad. Can you do anything about that, <laughs> Mister Bard? Mm, I can <laughs> and run away. No, but uh, that's not going to do much, I guess. So, All right, no. you will take uh, eight piercing damage from the two bites combined, and I need two constitution saving throws as poison goes through all of your blood. Two constitution saving well, one throws. for each. Ah, constitution, one of my strong suits, plus one. <laughs> it's better than negative. Oh, well, that first one was a 19. So all right, that's great. good. Can we do it again? Uh, what was the number I needed? 11. I got a 13. All right. Uh, you didn't like being bitten by a centipede, but at least somehow like they didn't they didn't inject you with poison. Uh, speaking of getting injected with poison, I have one centipede left. It's scuttling in the direction of Nis, local business sorcerer. And I have rolled a 20, <laughs> math 20, uh, to hit Nis. Yeah. Uh, yep. Four bite damage and give me a constitution saving throw to see if you take poison damage uh 20 you are fine well except for getting bitten by giant centipedes <laughs> yeah all right paulie you're next qrs get ready all right i am going to kind of i have a move action first right sure i can kind of do um everyone's kind of in the way for that i would uh, don't hold back says me no i was gonna do i was gonna do a big spell but then it like kind of affects everyone i think we're a little all too close for it and i don't want to hurt everybody before we get into the mine (laughs) maybe i'll do it later uh but for now i'm going to cast magic stone which is actually a bonus action and then so i can actually throw the stones 
after I cast Magic Stone onto them, and I rolled a 17 plus 3 to hit with my Magic Stone. Yeah, which uh, which of the many centipedes do you want to throw a Magic Stone at? I'm going to go for the one um, right behind Lone Walker. I the, ask him to... The injured one or the, the uninjured one, this, one? The uninjured one. Uninjured one. All right. Well, you definitely and I yelled, get down. Your, whatever number you said that was very high. Uh-huh. Uh, I have 17 plus 3. I wrote yeah, 20. math's 20. Uh, so, plonk with a, a magic stone. Tell me about damage for magic stones. Uh, it's a 1d6 plus 1, and that's only a 2. You badly wound that uh, centipede. I mean, it is a centipede. So. Yeah, a giant centipede. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Hueris, many centipedes around you. You've got several centipede bite marks in your leg, but you're not full of poison yet. Well, let's start with this. I'm going to stab one of the disco centipedes. Let's say the purple one. All right. Remember that you have an advantage because it's a disco centipede. Disco. (laughs) And I rolled pretty good there. Uh, 19. Yep. Uh, And my rapier does. Ooh, max damage. 11 damage. You skewer that centipede. It is dead. Uh, next, I'm going to cast around the group and see if any of the folks, especially perhaps Lone Walker, are in need of any healing. I think Lone Walker might be the only person to have taken damage beyond the temp hit points you've already I, given I out. took one, but okay. yeah. I, you took a few. How are you doing? Are you asking me that? How yes. you doing? Okay. How you doing? Hi. Um, <laughs> I could use some uh, help, but also I could also... I th- wait, does... Paladins lay on hand. They're able to use that on themselves or no? Yes, they are. are. Okay, so I could also just do it myself. Um, Up to you. But hey. I got got a healing word if you want one. All right. I would would love to hear, or rather, I would love to hear your healing word. You're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it up. Uh, Six points worth of healing word. Nice. We love to hear it. We love to heal it. (laughs) <laughs> all right thank you i am done hermione yeah, followed by Nis. all right i'm going to pull out my short sword and attack this one that is right above me mm-hmm. i rolled a 16 that hits fantastic d6 plus four i got a one Plus four is five. You murder another centipede. Hooray. Let's go for this one with the whip. Mm-hmm. Whip it good. I uh, uh, 16. You attack another centipede. How much whip damage right. does whip do? Four. D4. Four D4? No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one D4. One. one D4. <laughs> Uh, I rolled a three. Three total, sorry, or three uh, plus 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 four is many. Se- seven. All right, you lash at that. Uh, you lash out with a whip and kill another centipede. Hermione is murdering centipedes left and right. Ha uh, Tony, a quick uh, uh, error that I made when I got hit, I did not make a concentration saving throw oh. for the fairy fire, which I now did. And unfortunately, I failed. Oof. It would not have affected, I believe, my attack because I rolled a 16 on the lower of my okay. advantages, which still would have hit. So they're no longer disco last, centipedes. That last guy is no longer disco. My apologies. All right. Thank you, Dan. Uh, Nis, followed by Lone Walker. All right. Well, Nis is going to do something that if anybody's paying attention, they might be surprised by, which is Nis is going to give it right back to that centipede by using... <laughs> 
it hit her hungry jaws and she's going to snap at the centipede (laughs) with her lizard bite. Oh, no. That is a 15 to hit. Uh, You take a chunk out of that centipede. (laughs) All right. That's only one damage, unfortunately. That centipede is very badly hurt. Uh, okay, and then uh, I'm that was my bonus action. Yeah, the hungry jaws. So now, zip zap! That first centipede that I just bit is now going to get uh, zapped with a magic missile for three damage. It is dead. Former disco <laughs> centipede behind it yep. takes four damage. Also dead. Huzzah! And let's say uh, this the one that one of the ones that just bit Lone Walker. Gets the third magic missile force of four damage. All right. Nis just killed three centipedes. I think I've only got wow. two Nis. centipedes left, and one of them is already injured. And yeah. one's little Antony. No kidding. And one's little Antony. <laughs> uh, all set, Nis? Yeah, that's it. I mean, Ooh. a bit. I, I cast yeah, a spell. Yeah, you spelled. You've Look, done I'm everything. Done. Party. All done. Lone Walker followed by little Antony. All right. Uh, Lone Walker is going to... Uh, since both of uh, his hammers have, have gone. Yeah, what do you do now? <laughs> um, the, oh, if so if I've got multiple weapons, um, it, uh, is it possible for me to, do, do I need to spend a turn taking out the weapon? How does that work? Uh, because um, the basically he has um, the two hammers and he has a war hammer. Uh, so the light hammers are for throwing as ranged weapons, and then his melee weapon is a war hammer. Drawing a weapon does not take an action. All right, excellent. Then he uh, quips his, his war hammer. It's a free action. And the one thing they don't let you do is swapping weapons is... In the middle. Is the middle. And, so, and then people get weird where it's like, I can drop a weapon and take out a weapon, but basically to put away a weapon and take out another weapon are separate things. So like... Got it. But let me tell you, if your thing is hammers and then I throw them and then I take something else out, you're fine. Like, yeah, that makes sense. If you wanted sense. to put a hammer away, that's how they get you. That's that's how they get you. It makes sense. <laughs> All right. I rolled a 19 to hit. I'm pretty sure that what is hits. What is your thing that you take out once you've thrown hammers? Oh, so those hammers got thrown away and then immediately uh, Lone Walker reached behind his back and grabbed his huge ass. Oh, am I allowed to say that? His yes. yeah. huge butt. Really? Um, war nope. hammer. Oh. <laughs> oh and so, now, so you throw away two, two moderately sized hammers and the answer is third hammer war that's hammer. Much, yeah. much bigger. Much bigger, yeah. That's not a hammer. This is a hammer. <laughs> who is, who, is he playing this game with himself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. So I rolled a 19 to hit. All right. I'll just point out that your little hammers murdered uh, centipedes <laughs> in one hit. So feel free to roll damage on this giant hammer that's unnecessary. Yeah, I'm going to guess that 1d10 plus 3 bludgeoning damage <laughs> is Yeah, gonna... there's just a... Especially an injured. An injured an one. Already yeah. injured. There is a thin centipede paste uh, where your hammer strikes. <laughs> awesome. That's a delicacy in some places, mm. by the way. Uh, Lone Walker, do you have any actions left that you want to use, or are you done? Um, I don't think there's anything else I want to do right now, so I'm going to s- chill. All right. Little Antony, technically still here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's going to uh, squiggle on over uh, to this other centipede, and yep. he's going to use his... He has the same actions in mm-hmm. his beast form as he has, so he's going to um, attack it melee style with whatever... I don't know, fierce cities that this... They have pincers. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna pinch him right back because he right. was upset that he didn't follow him for a sexy dance. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a sixteen. That'll hit. To hit damage. All right. All right. So, oh, so uh, I'm always confused with the beasts. Uh, the five outside of the parentheses, I ignore that and just you do can the take one that's plus the, three. That's the average, basically. If you didn't feel like rolling, it gives you the average as like an efficiency thing. I got a five. Uh, Lil Antony murders the final centipede. Deserved. Hooray! Please, Lil Antipede murders Sorry, little the centipede. Right. Yeah. Murders the final centipede. Uh, it's now just you standing on a rocky mountainside. The wind is quiet, and there are no there are no centipedes anymore, except for the one that is a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're fiend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you need to camp here and take a short rest, or just continuing heading up the mountain in search of vermelon. How are people doing on health? I feel very good about continuing if everyone else is doing I'm okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Doing fine? Yeah, just All fine. Right. Let's go. Rock on. All right. And so you head up the mountain passes further into the wilderness. Uh, you can, you know, you see uh, uh, Marin kind of way in the distance in the foothills now. Um, you're trying to follow this handwritten map uh, that was in the back of the book uh, that you had copied. And it's not easy. Uh, I think I'm going to look for some uh, checks from people, uh, be it survival to cross the rocky terrain or perhaps some intelligence-based checks to make sense of the map and try not to get lost. Uh, but I think you're going to need to do some checks to get from here to Vermelon. Oh, Tony, I would like to uh, just mention something. Um so Ashguri or Lone Walker's background is a wanderer. Mm-hmm. Um, it says you have an excellent memory for maps and geography, and you can always recall the general layout of terrain, settlements, and other features around you. In addition, you can find food and fresh water for yourself and up to five other people each day, provided that the land offers berries, small game water, and so forth. So, I, in terms of sort of uh, exhaustion and food and stuff, I think you would have uh, advantage on anything, you know, anything about this situation here navigating the countryside finding the missing town that you're looking for it seems like this is like your your bag right and uh, for survival i'll I'll say i'll say um nis likewise having grown up in the bog uh and having the hunter's lore proficiency Mm. so proficiency at nature and survival is also probably helpful in this situation uh qr is you're a pirate how does that help you on a mountainside (laughs) (laughs) Are <laughs> if he be looking out over the mountainside, which is basically like a rock. Was he always a pirate? No, no. Tech, at least yeah, not. no. That is <laughs> literally new? been his background. Background, the yes. Time. Vocally, no. <laughs> oh no, that was that was new. Uh, well, not great that, but I all. am pretty good at nature because I'm a bard and I'm well versed in many different skills. All right, I'm happy to make a nature check. We've also got uh, a druid. So I have actually a Tony. I have a mold earth cantrip. Which can allow me to, if a ground is rough terrain, I can make it not rough terrain. Oh, wow. So you just like, you get to like a, there's like a steep <laughs> mountain slope ahead of you. And you just like look at that and it's like, it stares now. Perfectly. It's a golf, it's so a golf cool. course. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And it lasts for an hour. So I can kind of do that for like everybody. All right. right? Yeah. I, and I, so I will tell you, um, I think I would like survival checks from everybody. It sounds like uh, Lone Walker, you have advantage on those. Yeah. Uh, Nis, did you have advantage on those? And uh, I'm, Polly I'm will proficient. Say, I don't have advantage. Okay, and then Polly will say that you are giving yourself uh, advantage on that survival check by um, 
making your path more efficient for Oof. your for your little legs. Lone Walker did not do very well, how, despite the proficiency. How, remember proficiency? Or, sorry, remember you have advantage, seven. so you roll twice and take the higher. Oh, I also did that, and I still got a seven uh, on oh, my yeah. survival check. Yes, oh, roll good. I rolled badly and just got a five. This is what we get for bragging, Jason. <laughs> I, I got a I 12, and Qeris is like striding <laughs> over by comparison. Mountains ain't the Let bog, Let me show people. you how yeah, it's mountains done. Are, it's, it's, so, I, it's so dry here. It's this. not the bog. Yeah. Uh, and I, Hermione? I got a nine. All right. Polly. 18? 18. I'm worried that Pauly, 12 is going to be... with the shortest of legs, is fine. <laughs> Everybody Low else. center of gravity. I mean, I also can cast spells. So. Yeah. Uh, everybody else, I'm going to say that you have a level of exhaustion, uh, which is not great. Uh, it, so what does that mean? At level one of exhaustion, you have disadvantage on ability checks. So basically, like, you are tired and you're just your ability to focus is not great. I will tell you, it can get worse. Uh, second yes. level of exhaustion, speed halved. Third level of exhaustion, disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throw. Fourth level of exhaustion, your hit points get halved. I don't know where it goes from there. I I, I assume it goes up. You die. No, Speed I'm reduced dead. to zero and then death. Yeah, I was like, eventually death. I'm just not sure how many steps there are to death. I don't Sixth think I've ever seen Sixth level of exhaustion is death. Yeah, yes. that's six, really Six steps to death, which is also my death metal band. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've been with a group that's gone past level three. So, um, so you're tired. Uh, I will you're, not go to the next level. You're dirty. You're sweaty. It is late afternoon on the second or third day heading up the mountains. I guess I should specify third day. <laughs> that would be a weird thing to be <laughs> ambiguous about. Uh, when you come uh, kind of uh, up through uh, uh, the mountain pass and into a large clearing that sure looks like it could be the town of Vermelon, Vermelon, or what remains of it. I've put your tokens on the kind of southern corner of uh, a southern side of, of uh, Vermelon as you kind of come down a little pass into this big uh, kind of uh, mountaintop village here. It is quiet. Just the right amount of quiet. Too quiet. <laughs> um, uh, plants and wildlife have overtaken most of the crumbling houses and structures here in Vermelon. Uh, you see vines climbing up rotting walls. Birds and other creatures nesting in exposed rafters. Even a few gnarled trees protruding from the fallen roofs of a few buildings. Uh, the sky is overcast, adding an air of oppression to the scene, uh, seeming to envelop the village. It's a little dreary and, and not great up here uh, on this uh, mountaintop uh, where you find, uh, find yourself here. Uh, so I put your tokens at the southern part. You can see that there's a variety of structures to Vermelon. Uh, some of them are uh, kind of in various states of decay. Uh, I would say it's it's late afternoon slash early evening. So it may be important to think about where are you going to camp for the night um, if you're going to find a place to stay in Vermelon. There are unlikely we're, to be any uh, taverns operating. <laughs> are, are we? Uh, it w do we become less exhausted when we rest? Uh, a long rest. After a long yeah. rest, you would be less exhausted, yes. Nice. But you may, I don't know when you want to decide that that's safe to do. But this is the uh, same This is the same day as the centipede attack. Uh, yes. Yep. I roll for perception, just doing a general look mm -hmm. around. Uh, but, you know, I don't even want to say what I rolled because it doesn't <laughs> matter. All right. So you're tired. Else wants to look around. Remember, you have disadvantage for perception too. because you're exhausted. Oh, that's right. But it didn't matter. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got a 19 yeah. perception check. Sorry, Tiff, what was the number? Something teen. 19. 19. Uh, you mm-hmm. are looking around, uh, I perhaps possibly for any kind uh, what of... I, what I want to perceive is I want to find like the best house to possibly mm. camp in. All right, you are looking around and, uh, you know, there's. it looks like Vermelon is mainly houses. It was not a kind of bustling commerce area and that it's this little mining town uh, up in the... Uh, uh, the the mountains, right? So there's a few uh, kind of shops. There's a blacksmith shop. There's a stonemason shop. Um, everything else seems to be houses, but they look in pretty bad shape. Uh, so looking around, uh, Polly, you notice on the far side of town, kind of across uh, the village from you, uh, the largest structure in Vermelon also looks possibly the most intact. It looks like there's a big house uh, on the north side of um, uh, of, of Vermelon, and probably just based on the way little villages work, probably that is the uh, you could imagine that might have been the mayor's house. Uh, that's usually who gets the biggest house in these little towns. Um, Nis points out we have two jobs to do here too. Uh, one is to look for the necklace in the hollow of the big tree, and the other is to put the flowers on the grave. Well, that big tree right ahead of us seems like a likely candidate. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should like check that, that out. We could pass it All on right. the way of the house. So I will tell you, Vermelon, very small town. I don't think anything in Vermelon is more than a five-minute walk from anything else in Vermelon. So you just kind of head down the main, uh, you know, Maybe it was a street or path at some point. It's all overgrown with weeds and, and dirt and and, uh, and rubble. Uh, there is a large uh, kind of sad-looking tree uh, in the middle of Vermelon. Uh, the tree is bare. It stands on the lawn kind of in front of the mayor's mansion, at least big house. Uh, I don't think probably anybody else has a multi-story house. The mayor's house is two stories, so mansion. Um, uh, and it, it doesn't look like this tree is doing great let's be honest it's it's all bare and gnarled and sad looking uh can i make a nature roll on that tree? sure roll nature on this tree disadvantage stupid exhaustion very tired tired of trees uh that is a even with disadvantage a 16 this is a unwell tree it seems like Probably, uh, you know, the, Any idea it is, what would cause is it, might, it a sickness or is it just sort of just general? Probably just old age slash neglect. It probably would have needed, you know, the, the terrain Some is pruning. Yeah, the terrain it's is clogged with necklaces. It would have need to. It would have benefited from being, you know, actively watered. Uh, so possibly oh. just neglect. I'm going to roll investigation. Mm hmm. To see if we can find the little thingy. All right. You know what you're looking for and where you're looking for. So you would have an advantage that crosses out your your uh, exhaustion. So roll with neither advantage nor disadvantage. Okay, 14. All right. You are feeling around on the tree and you find um, basically an empty hollow. Uh, it's about six feet up, but you're a centaur, so that's not too hard for you. Uh, and it's filled with uh, dead leaves, empty nutshells, and oh, wait, mm, inside though there's something feels kind of metallic. Uh, you, full, you pull out a like thumb-sized little um platinum oval shaped pendant on a Perch. tiny on a tiny thin chain i will pocket it all right it's probably worth about 20 gold pieces uh it looks like it had something written on it that you didn't look at um oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to look at it right if in the pocket it, it says it says major look <laughs> okay fine pull it back out and look at it it says for lorna forever 
Inaccurate. Cool. Let's, yeah. begins composing <laughs> a romantic <laughs> ballad. Um, let's go to the graveyard. Uh, the graveyard is kind of in the northwest corner of the town. I will also mention as you kind of head that way, passing uh, through um, dilapidated buildings, not through, but by them, there looks like there's something kind of here on the road leading out of town uh, by the graveyard. It looks like there's like an abandoned wagon or something, but you said you were heading to the graveyard, so you head to the graveyard. Um the, Tony, uh, back. sorry, back. I don't think I think Lone Walker would be too curious and would right. stop at the. the Polly's with Lone Walker also wants okay. to check it out. Uh, Polly and Lone Walker, uh, you're you know again well within shouting distance of each other. It looks like there's an abandoned uh, wagon, like a merchant's cart here, and as you're looking around, you kind of come around the front of it. Uh, you approach from the back. There appears to be. There's really no nice way to say this. Uh, horse remains in front of the Aww. cart, as if a horse pulling pulling the cart had died here. Don't show this to Hermione; done. she'll get very upset. <laughs> I push I push some leaves yeah. over the remains. Uh, the uh, the cart is still uh, kind of. It looks like it's full of uh, crates and barrels, though it looks like perhaps they've been damaged Source or from crate ransacked or something. <laughs> uh, we'll come Sounds back good. to you in a second. Meanwhile, over in the graveyard. Um, the graveyard, there's a crooked wrought iron archway uh, at the entrance. It is extremely overgrown, much like the rest of the village. Um, the first couple rows of the graveyard are headstones, some of them kind of sitting at odd angles. Some of them have fallen over completely uh, from neglect. Um, toward the back of the graveyard, uh, there are cairns, piles of stones, possibly as some kind of improvised placeholder uh, where graves weren't available. Uh, who's there? Nis, Cuerus, yeah. and Hermione are in in the vicinity of the graveyard. Roll investigation to look for Lorna. Lorna. All right. Uh, sadly, still with disadvantage, I presume. Can I help? Maybe I'll help. Yeah, you no. help, which no. will cancel right. out the disadvantage. Cancel it out. Love it. Let's do it. We're out. a team. Oh, that was pretty good. Thanks to Nis's help, we teamed up and got to 25. Nice. Wow. All right, you spread out and do a grid search of the graveyard. Um, you find uh, it, Lorna uh, does have a headstone. Um, they, there is a, a, a headstone. Uh, it's a little bit at a tilt um, from the ground saddling. Uh, and you clear off the kind of moss that's grown over it. And it says, Lorna Grasvenar, beloved to Lucas forever, my heart. We'll leave the lilies right there. As you leave, who's who's putting the lilies on the gravestone? I was going to, I guess, because I bought them. I Boy, Just I was really. I, <laughs> I was about to say, like, I'm really looking forward to that chivo popping up when it's like <laughs> quest completed. <laughs> <laughs> Just as I reach down, QRs, you're leaving them on the um on the on the grave. Yeah. Okay. okay. There's there's like a gentle breeze blows through the <laughs> graveyard. And it's almost like you hear kind of like a soft, contented sigh. Oh, that was unexpectedly kind of nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Over at the merchant's cart, uh, Lone Walker and and uh, and Polly are uh, poking around. The cart looks very abandoned. There's there was like a tarp half covering a bunch of barrels, um, and and barrels. Barrels and crates, people. No expense was spared. <laughs> um, what would you like to do as you're looking at this cart and the? I think what's left of a horse. Lone Walker would say, "I 
I'm afraid my eyes are very tired. Uh, perhaps, Polly, it would be best if you uh, investigated this cart a little bit closer, as I think you will not have to roll a disadvantage. <laughs> uh, got it, boss. 18. Which, which, wait, wait, what am I rolling? Perception? Uh, perception, yeah, yeah. Perception, probably. Uh, plus one. 19. I look in the cart. With all a right. 19. You climb up on the cart and start poking around. You pull the tarp all the way back. Um, Very violently. Are... I want to be like a whoosh. Yeah, whoosh. <laughs> Thank you. Um, there's boxes <laughs> and crates and barrels and trunks. Um, it looks like a lot of the crates uh, and barrels are damaged. And they've even, it looks specifically even like maybe some kind of like wild animal has like been at them because they're like, chewed or gnawed or you know something has has kind of broken them open not something that didn't use tools or probably hands um but there is some stuff left behind um you there is a um there's uh a couple barrels that uh, are still intact you, you pop open the the seal and they have uh salted dried meats that are probably edible but probably you know certainly not the freshest uh, you find some uh, a, a crate with bolts of fabric. Uh, you find uh, some casks of wine that have, I guess, only gotten better. Uh, and uh, you're even gonna you even poke around. You find uh, there's kind of a compartment under the seat at the front of the wagon where the per- the person who owned the wagon would sit. And in that, uh, there is a um, uh, there's a small sack of money. There's a pouch containing fifteen gold pieces and then like a ledger that contains a list of like, you know, it lines up with the kinds of things in the cart, uh, various things that they've been buying and selling. Cool. Okay. I, um, I'm going to take the 15 gold. Yeah. And... I don't know if you want, you know, if you want the fabric and the wine and the other stuff, I can tell you how much it's worth. It's just probably a little cumbersome to carry. Lone Walker has no interest in that. No. Yeah. I Holly? take the 15 gold and, um, yeah, I'm going to take the 15 gold. All right. And the, the I'll take the, I'll take, uh, can I take a, some of the wine? Uh, yeah, why don't you, well, it's in a cask. Are you going to store it like in a, your mouth? If you open the wine, small you open the cask, that's going to ruin it. <laughs> yeah, um, you open I'm, the cask, uh, get drink the whole thing. I don't know how wine works. I'm going to uh, actually, um, I'm going to take the ledger. I'm going right. to take the ledger and the money. Yep. And I'll leave it. Uh, and else. there's also, I should mention, a dead horse that you probably don't want. <laughs> I cover up. That seems like it died, like, you know, pulling this wagon or at least, you know, attached to the wagon. I cover up the dead horse with some leaves and stuff so Hermione doesn't get upset. Sure. There is a convenient tarp that you just tore off a wagon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's all this fabric. I put the tarp over the horse. What did I roll to determine how There's definitely no dead horses over here. (laughs) Uh, You would roll horse medicine or. Um, Animal handling? Are you reanimating <laughs> this horse? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's survival. Okay. Um, um, let me, let me turn to Polly. Would you mind helping me try to determine how these, uh, how this horse dies? Basically, I'm asking you for help so I can just roll without uh, disadvantage. Yeah, I got you. Thank you. All right. So I'm trying roll... to picture out Polly's help. Look at that part over there, and that part <laughs> over there. Whoa! Got... It's definitely a horse. You know, <laughs> once I left brown. a horse head in someone's bed. It was very upsetting. <laughs> Reference to, to him. Um, I got a 14 on survival. All right. Uh, you know, it, I would say that the horse is so uh, decayed. So very is, dead. 
<laughs> that it is not possible to know how the horse died. Uh, the best you are able to do is conclude that this horse has been dead for probably a year. Okay. An ex- this is a long time for an animal to have just died and laid in the, you know, the, the field here. Got it. Um, I think that's all I want to do here at the cart. Okay. Uh, would you like to uh, regroup? I would like to join mm-hmm. up with the party. That's where Lone Walker right. is going to hit. We should find a spot to rest. Yeah. Agreed. That's what I was thinking. Um, whether we want to camp out or whether we want to check out the most intact building. Ooh, that's a good idea. Can we find the building that has the least amount of damage done to it? The uh, big the mansion. spooky mansion looks... Outside uh, of maybe a small building that has the least How about a small damage? spooky house? The, uh, I mean, the mansion clearly looks the most intact. It's probably, uh, that may speak to just the nature of the materials used to construct it in that it's primarily stone versus other more wood-based uh, buildings. Um, Tony, yeah, I'd like to glance great. over at the side of the village and see if I can find the juice bar. Uh, there's not a juice bar? Oh, I figured we're up to V6. We get to V8. Oh, dear God. <laughs> so, Tony, on the map, there's V1, and then there's yes. a house to the left of it, or a building to the left of it that does not look dilapidated roof-wise. Uh, yes. V1 is... Uh, just blacksmith? Place in the adventure. Um, is that the blacksmith? Uh, yes. I'm asking uh, about V1. the one behind the blacksmith. This uh, one. I think that's just a house. It's just a house. That might be a good place to rest. Could be a place. So if this affects anything, um, I have a second level spell called Spike Growth, which essentially sets a booby trap of 20 feet of spikes that the any kind of assailant can't see. And if they go over it, they take damage. I have to be honest. So, I'm more concerned about the horrible, disturbing nightmares when we go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> what if I, I mean, maybe we'll stab the nightmares. I'm know. not sure. Nis, Nis has just been chugging coffee all day. It's like I will never sleep. No, well, it's the exhaustion, you know. Mm. I mean, I think we kind of have to sleep. Yeah, right? we do have to sleep. We yeah, really we have to sleep. So, maybe a reminder of the places that you haven't uh, looked at yet. Um, uh, V1 is the Wandenhammer, a blacksmith shop which is just down the street from a, I don't think it has a name, but the stonemasons workshop. Uh, V3 is the mayor's house. You've been to V4, which is the tree. You've been to V5, the graveyard. You've been to V6, the abandoned merchant's cart. There's also the east side uh, of Shoddy, if we were to wander. uh, It looks like it's clear that there's basically a path that you would probably uh, assume from context clues leads to the uh, mine, uh, the platinum mine that Vermelon uh, was are there, built up around are there to the any, uh, north, north uh, east. Are there any buildings on the east side of the village that look like they're in any uh, no. better shape? Or no, note? not especially. Okay. I would say, although I'm exhausted, I feel like we should sweep these notable buildings before we go to sleep. Just as I think it is adventurers in a ghost town, you probably yeah. want to give a at least a cursory inspection before going to sleep. Yeah. We should all stay together though, in case so we're not yeah. like getting yeah, disappeared. Maybe yeah. maybe check the uh, stonemason and blacksmith shops and see. Those seem like they're both probably good places mm-hmm. to at least walk through and see what's up. Yeah. So to the stonemason's shop. Do you want to split Who's up to cover more ground? Nope, nope, we do not, Tony. <laughs> all right. We want to stay together <laughs> to cover the exact amount of ground we're going the to cover. The exact amount of ground. Uh, the front door of the stonemason's house uh, is lying open. Um, the door looks like it's actually off its frame several feet away. Um, 
it, it, it is grass has already kind of grown up around it. Uh, looking into the stonemason shop, uh, parts of this, the roof have kind of fallen away and you can see the sky above. Um, there is uh, kind of rotting furniture um, and you can see uh, much of the stonemason shop is kind of a big workroom uh, with uh, blank headstones uh, waiting to be in uh, engraved. Uh, there's a probably at one point um, fancy stone sign uh, that's now all grow overgrown that is engraved with the words Tiris Frosthair, stonemason. Inquire it back. I checked the back now. <laughs> there's just a, there's a workbench and a bunch more stone uh, slabs in the back. There's no <laughs> stonemason. Okay. Um, Should we it check looks and see like, if the okay? It, uh, it it looks like you know somebody just wandered away from this place decades ago in that there's still lots of stuff here there's tools on pegs there's you know uh headstones waiting to be engraved it even looks like there's a hammer and chisel sitting on top of a, a half completed headstone um yeah someone who's oh, not hey, super uh, tired should uh sort of perceive the i think that's opening. Yeah. i think paul right. is the only Polly's person the that's only not one. dragging that's dead on their feet <laughs> i'm really getting tired of all this perceiving <laughs> yep <laughs> uh 12 uh, you look around, you know, the tools are pretty pretty rusted. Uh, you do see, uh, you know, if you needed a hammer and chisel, you could find some bad ones here. There I pick up the hammer. Can I... uh tombstone uh, that says, Adeline Green, may you all... Well, it's A-W-L, and then it doesn't... It's... I would like to help Polly perceive so that Polly can roll again and see if Polly gets a higher score than all 12. Right. So he's... Can, uh, uh... Walker's kind of looking around too. Can I hand that hammer over to Lo Lone Walker? Because I think he really yeah. likes hammers. It is uh, Lone Walker. You the Thank hammer. You. It is. This is a crude workman's hammer. You know, it's probably <laughs> fine for craft work, but this is not. He just says hammer. thank you and like throws it behind himself. Yeah, the yeah. weight. The weight is all wrong. You would. This that's, is not a hammer you would throw. In fact, that's so. I was gonna say Lone Walker sort of puts the hammer in his gigantic hand and holds it where it should be balanced and sees it fall to the ground. Just looks at it on the ground and then leaves it there. <laughs> yeah, but he says to Polly, "Thank you for considering me." All right, so are we perceiving again? Yeah, once mm -hmm. more, please. Okay. Uh, fifteen plus one, sixteen. Yeah, that does not seem like there's anything of value uh, here. Uh, you know, it would be the the walls are relatively intact. If you were looking for somewhere uh, to to stay, you know, you might get depending on the weather some rain on your heads. Um, but safety safety is a relative concept when you're in a ghost town. Yeah. True. Shall, Shall we, we look yeah. around a little more, <laughs> or do we want to stop and take our rest? Should I, we check out the blacksmith? I, say, I think we, we need to keep looking. Compare the blacksmith shop and see if yeah. it's any better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. It's just the next building over. Um, there's a sign with a wand crossed with a blacksmith hammer. Uh, that sign is crookedly hanging just from one hook. And actually, as you kind of look at it, the other hook snaps and it falls <laughs> into the dirt. Ugh, that's um, a terrible omen. Yeah. I'm sure uh, it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. There's a thick layer of dust covering the interior of this building. Why are there, there ducks a... here? Oh my god! <laughs> I will learn to enunciate <laughs> one of these days. Um, the forge is probably completely ice cold, dormant in the far corner. Uh, blacksmith's anvil, uh, an empty quenching trough. That's that's blacksmith work terminology there. Uh, beside it is empty. Um, there are two workbenches with stools. Looks uh, pretty picked over. 
is it structurally in any better shape than the stonemason or any distinct? Yeah, the ceiling, uh, the the roof, the roof is all roofing it up. So, <laughs> so let's uh, let's uh, this roof is really this place. roofing it up. Yeah, it's really really holding the room together. Uh, really holding the roof together. Um, I'm happy to roll perception if somebody wants to help me and we can cancel out some disadvantage. Yeah, yeah sure. I'm glad to help. All right. Good job. Good job. We you can do help. it. Go, QRS. Uh, that's a 19. <laughs> All right. You are poking around and you find uh, on the side of the workbench, there is like a, you like it, you, you knock on it, QRS, and it gives you that that hollow sound and you're like knocking and feeling around and you've discovered that there is a secret compartment built in Ooh. to the side of the workbench Ooh. and inside it looks like somebody probably the owners of the wand and hammer blacksmith uh stash maybe their valuables um before they left for melon or disappeared or whatever um so there is a long list of things i'm going to read to you right now um there is a steel sh- steel shield. Why is that? Steel shield. Steel, steel shield. shield. Steel shield with platinum filigree uh, in the shapes mm. of winding serpents. Street value 50 gold pieces. Wow. Uh, wow. Two matching short swords with platinum filigree on the hilt. Uh, also serpent motifs. 25 gold pieces each. So you're up to 100 gold pieces. And a stack of 10 iron bars, each weighing 10 pounds and worth a gold piece each. Well, we can leave the iron, but I think we should take the swords and the shield. All right. The, you know, they are kind of, I mean, they are functional, but clearly for fancy people. So that's 100 gold pieces in uh, fancy, easily resold uh, fancy equipment. Love it. Fabulous. Uh, uh, otherwise, but- perception-wise, did, they, did I find any other, like, uh, terrible structural flaws? Nope. I think this is. I think you went, this. Would you be went a great looking place. for code violations and you found money. You're welcome. <laughs> what a great <laughs> outcome! Uh, I think this would be a great place to hole up. We've, it seems like is there only one entrance? Uh, I you know yeah, there's one entrance and the uh, the front door is on the hinges. Way better than the stonemason shop. Seems like there's probably even lot to recommend it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's f- furniture that you could pile in front of the door too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. sturdy. Cool. All right, I think this is, if we're going to take a long rest, this is the place to do it. Yeah. We don't have to take one, but if we're going to take one, we should do it here. Mm-hmm. I think we should. Yeah. All right. But I think we should only do half of us at a time. We'll Ooh. Do, we can set a watch. Yeah. That's a good idea. But more, I think it needs to be more than one person uh, awake, since everybody, like, the people that disappeared were all individuals. So if there's two, uh, good they'll thinking. cancel each other out. Good Double watch. Now I will tell yes. you, you might need to think about it because mathematically that might. Uh, well, little Antony, check- does does a fiend count as a, a like escaping viewer? Like eyeballs watching? Yeah, because I'm I not who, exhausted. What's the word else? you're going for? <laughs> It's unclear how this can a, works. Can a fiend keep watch? Yeah. yeah. Who watches the watch fiend? Um, I'm happy to stay awake because I'm not exhausted. You will be the next day if you don't sleep. Oh, right. Well, right. Unless so basically, the, unless the you're, long none of you are magic and, and doesn't require sleep, right? I think the long are. and short of it is that we need two people awake at any time. And if we can use Antony, then that's two people who can be awake and cover two hours, basically, of watch. And right. still, everybody will get a full mm-hmm. night's sleep. It just I think you figure out that it takes you a lot longer to collectively get eight hours of sleep is what it takes. 
Ah, yes, the fantasy world where you get eight hours of sleep and are current. Just by saying it. Completely restored. (laughs) No one has trouble falling asleep, even in the nightmare village where everyone dies. Just to be clear, Tony, you only have to you only have to sleep for six hours. You just have to spend the other two hours doing something low key. Is that Loki like playing Dungeons and Dragons or listening to yeah, a podcast? Probably Doom like more scrolling. Like listening to a podcast. Doom, yeah. scrolling. <laughs> Doom scrolling is a is a level of exhaustion, Jane. Bats, 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 bats. Right. Jane Rattle, Jane Rattle. <laughs> All right. Let us say that each of you uh gets your full night's sleep before you start thinking about recovering from things on your character sheet. Let me tell you that your sleep is not great. Uh the uh each of you has horrible oppressive dreams of being trapped in some kind of collapsing tunnel and suffocating to death beneath rock and rubble Ugh. um you you know you have the desire to scream yourself awake and yet you are unable to give me a dc 13 wisdom saving throw okay <laughs> i should not have built a city on rock and roll Oh my god! Um, is this with a, a I, disadvantage I saved, still? Yay. Or? Uh, saving throw. You do not have disadvantage on saving oh, throws. Great. Just skill checks. Fantastic. Seventeen. I got twenty-two. I got an eleven. Oh no! Uh, I got do a we nine. for saving throws? We have the uh, <laughs> modifiers, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I got an eleven. All right. Here is the bad news. On a failed save, you gain one level of exhaustion. <gasps> oh, no! Oh, no. Uh, now, I think that means if you succeeded, you get a full night's sleep and you wake up feeling fine and with but if no we didn't, levels we're of exhaustion. at two levels? Yay. If you didn't, you're at two levels. Yeah, so wait, well, let's save him. Not Polly. Polly's at one Polly's level at one. one. What Polly's was the save? One. What was what the was save the number? DC on this? 13. Oh. Yikes. Big old yikes. Who who succeeded and who failed? And you may want to put it in the chat so you have that information for next time. Um, I failed. You can note it on your character sheet as well. There is a place to track levels of exhaustion. Where is... Um, So uh, conditions, which is just below your hit points. Yep. If you tap on that, it'll give you a whole Ah, list of conditions. Exhaustion is at the bottom. And then you can choose which level of exhaustion you are. Fantastic, because I'm at level two. Oh, I should probably roll for little Antony too, right? Yeah. He's a horrible monster. Can he have nightmares? <laughs> Does he just call them mares? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's what? see if he's resistant to anything. Think about that a little longer, Tony. <laughs> no, no, no. No, and, no uh, don't think don't about do it. it at all. Don't think about it. And yeah, uh, also fails. me and Micah, we're, uh, we're okay. We had we're a good back night to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you, you wake up feeling, you know, you had horrible nightmares and are, you know, emotionally maybe not great, but physically fine. So. Yep. So, all right. What do we change? We are exhausted level You're one. You're exhausted. Okay. Yes. You're level you are level one. one. Other people, two levels of exhaustion. Uh, other people, zero levels of exhaustion. Uh, and so you wake up the next day ready to head out, I assume, possibly to investigate the uh, the mayor's house, possibly to investigate uh, the site of the mine. Uh, but, you know, perhaps already filled with a, a deep and creeping sense of of darkness that pervades (laughs) your ever-being. Will our adventurers overcome this exhaustion and find out what has happened to this town? Will they discover what mysteries await them? Or will they just get real tired and fight with each other the whole time? For answers to questions such as these, tune in next time to Total Party Kill. (laughs) 